Welcome to your awakening journey. Today's destinations include higher consciousness and actualized potential. If all ascenders could now please be seated in a comfortable meditative posture, we are about to ascend. You are now arriving at your host, Brian Henry. What is up, Ascenders? You're now listening to Awaken, a show in which we dive into some expansive conversations to assist you in your ascension process. My name is Brian Henry, and I'm the founder of Together We Ascend and the Ascend Academy, a community of awakened leaders who are coming together to ascend together. In this episode, I will be exploring a five-step practice that you can use to connect to your higher self. First, we'll be exploring why this is something that you should even be wanting to do in the first place. Who is your higher self really and why and how does it serve us to go to this source of guidance? For each of these steps, you'll be receiving tools and insights that will support you in opening up to this guidance and at the end of it all, you'll have a full process for doing so. But before we get into that, if you believe you are one of the souls that are here on this planet to assist in planetary collective ascension, well, we're looking for you. The Ascend Academy is a community of lightworkers and awakened leaders who are coming together to connect and share and grow alongside each other. The activated members have been doing so three times a month and our sessions just have been such an extraordinary experience. I'm just going to speak from personal experience that I derive so much value from being a part of these experiences and hearing from our other activated members. Each and every time there's this sense of expansion and upliftment that takes place and we always leave it feeling we're deeply connected to ourselves and in our power. I'd love to have you join us to have the opportunity to experience this for yourself. Now, whether you are looking to join us at these sessions as an activated member or you're just looking to meet some other ascenders on the journey, well, we've just opened up things with a basic membership so that you can now join us on our community's online platform for free. So if you're hearing the call, I invite you to head on over to academy.togetherweascend.com to join our community and perhaps become our newest activated member. And now let's jump into this episode of Awaken. There is a expression of you that perceives of reality from a more expanded perspective. This expression of you is able to observe and witness beyond what you may currently be conscious of. When you came into this physical incarnation as this human being, you sort of narrowed in this scope of awareness. Now, this expanded version of you, this 
expression of your totality is always perceiving of all that you're experiencing through you and so much more. Your higher self is you and is also guiding you on the path of this human experience that you're having. This physical experience of contrast and duality serves a profound purpose. It's through our physical experience of contrast and duality that we give rise to new desires and preferences. And this inherently invokes our expansion. As we continue to live out these physical lives, we're constantly building on this ideal vision of ourselves, our highest vision. And as we invoke this, this newfound clarity, um, we too are invoking our, our expansion. Now, our higher self immediately embodies this, embodies this, this vision, this ideal for what we've conceived of, of our most evolved self. In this physical experience, however, there's a sort of delay. Energy being more dense here causes for the ideas that we have to take some time to manifest, right? We, we don't just have an idea and immediately um, see it come into form. We, we experience this gradual unfolding of, of our desires, but being that our higher self has immediately and always embodied the, the fullness of who we are. Aligning with this, aligning with the guidance of our higher self is the means by which we walk the path of our highest timeline. Our highest timeline is the path in which we are fulfilling our desires and manifesting our purpose with the greatest amount of fulfillment and ease. Now, it's also important to know that this may at sometimes be beyond logic, right? Um, Operating through logic and, and just concepts alone can be a severely limiting thing. Um, have you ever had an experience in which you just had a feeling, this, this feeling that you should do something or go somewhere despite not having any reason to do so? Despite having any real logical reason to do so? Let me know. Have you ever had that just that feeling that I need to do this, I need to go here? And have you ever had this feeling and only after the fact of following it did you find out why that was the perfect thing for you to do? What about the other way around? What about one of those times that maybe you, you felt this sense of, hey, I should do this, and I, you ended up maybe ignoring it only to later find out that, well, things didn't pan out so well. In both of these contexts, this is your intuition speaking to you. 
and it's through your intuition that your higher self communicates through you. One of the ways that your higher self communicates through you. And so I just wanted to point this out so that you can draw from your own personal experience the evidence for why tuning into, listening to the guidance of your higher self is something you ultimately want to do. Because I'll say again, it's in aligning with your higher self that you align with your highest timeline. The path on which you will manifest your soul the desires live out your highest purpose and live your best life and so if you're with me at this point and you're feeling in resonance with these words stick with me because now we're going to explore how we do it how we connect to ourselves, how we open up to and receive that guidance so that we can align with it and with this our highest timeline in a world where we are bombarded with so much external stimuli it can be difficult to tune in to to ourselves but this is where we need to go because it's in it's within that we we attune to and we find the the guidance of our higher self. One of the ways that we can create the space to to do so is through a practice of meditation, so that we can first find inner stillness. I should mention that we have a nice step-by-step process coming at you for, for this practice of connecting to your higher self. The first step being finding stillness. And this is where the practice of meditation comes in. Because through meditation, we are able to, for a moment, take some time away from all of the external stimuli of the outer world and begin to tune in. Except, if you're like most, when you begin to do so, you'll find that you come up against something else. <laughs> All of the internal noise. <laughs> because most people today are still operating in a state of ceaseless overthinking, unconscious thinking that is distracting them from the small, still voice. The small, still voice is the voice of your conscious, the voice of reason, the voice of knowing, the voice of your higher self. So we start with becoming the observer. The observer of all that's playing out in our inner world by sitting back and being the observer of those thoughts, those feelings, and detaching from them, meaning witnessing them without identifying with or taking them on as being true. When we do this, 
something powerful starts to happen. All of these noisy thoughts, when we sit back and we pay awareness to them, and we just observe from that detached state, begins to quiet down. And there's a reason for this. These thoughts are coming from parts of ourselves that are just looking to be seen and integrated. And just like a child that is trying to get its parents' attention, mom, 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 look at me, mom. When mom doesn't answer, what happens? That child is either going to, well, keep trying, or it's going to, they are going to repress this feeling, this desire, and that's going to show up in other ways of trying to receive that attention. Same thing holds for these parts of yourself that are going unnoticed. If you ignore them for far too long, they will show up through other means like in the body. This is how physical symptoms start to show. They're repressed thoughts and feelings, energies that aren't fully processed and released. Or integrated, rather. Let's go with integrated. When we take that moment to observe, it allows the space for these aspects of ourselves. All of this internal noise that may have been happening behind the scenes. It allows the space for this to come up, to be seen, to be observed, to be understood. And when you... Bring awareness to these aspects of yourself that have been asking for it probably for some time. They no longer need to keep poking beneath the surface. And with this, you'll start to find that that mental chatter from this, again, place of observing, attentive, patient awareness, that mental chatter will start to simmer allowing for inner stillness. After which, if we're able to find this sense of inner stillness, we then lead into and we become ready for step two, setting an intention. Only when you've managed to find that state of presence and groundedness are you ready to do what comes next, set this intention. From this place of presence, you may then choose to set an intention for receiving guidance around a specific area of your life or around a question uh, that you may have. This is where you you will, will define that. If there's something in particular you want to receive higher guidance from, in your intention, you want to make that clear. Here's where you may choose to affirm to yourself something of the sort of, I set the intention to connect to and receive the guidance of my higher self to find clarity around. I set the intention to connect to and receive the guidance of my higher self to receive clarity around. After which, you let go of the efforting, the trying, 
the searching for something to happen and you instead begin to listen, which happens to be step three. (laughs) Here's the thing. The guidance of your higher self is always coming through. In fact, even in step one and two, that process was being guided by your higher self. But often we need to first sit in that place of mindful awareness before we can really tune into what the guidance is. Because if too much is going on at once, we're not going to be able to discern what is of our highest guidance and what is of the mental chatter that keeps us distracted from that. Now, after you've found that stillness and you've set this intention to connect in, this is where you open up to observing that guidance coming through. Because again, your higher self's guidance is always coming through. The variable here is how aware you are of it. How aware you are of recognizing this guidance for what it is. Which can come in so many different forms it might be in images it might be a voice and it might just be a a feeling that you feel the important thing here is that you don't question it you don't get caught up with wondering and thinking if you're doing this right or if it's really happening because that will just bring you back into your thinking mind which will cause for a lack of trust and distraction from what's coming through. So what do we do instead? Well, trust, trust. You've already found, you've already laid your groundwork and you've set your intention. As you observe, as you listen, you trust what it is you're receiving. And if you do, If you've opened yourself up to receive, you've connected in, and you've begun to trust what it is you're receiving, that's when the downloads start pouring in. (laughs) Your life changes forever. Your perspectives shift. You have groundbreaking epiphanies and revelations, and nothing ever is the same again. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes. Because that can certainly happen. But you probably shouldn't go expecting it to be so. Because it's often our wanting it to go a certain way, expecting for it to look a certain way, that keeps us blocked from fully receiving what it is that we are. It's like having a friend give you a gift and instead of opening it you're busy on amazon looking up all the things that you'll someday buy the gift has been given my friends and it's time that you open up and receive don't get distracted from what you think it's supposed to look like by what you think it's supposed to look like cause for you to 
not attentively receive what it is that's right here because what's here and what you're receiving is for a reason it always is it's because this is the best thing for you or you wouldn't be receiving it and so when you observe and you listen and can you do so from a place of curiosity and explore why it is that this is what your higher self is showing you why is this the perfect thing for me to receive in this here and now now this is not yet time to get into analyzing because again that will bring you back up into the thinking mind which perhaps will come next but for now we continue to observe and listen from that place of non-judgment trusting that it's the perfect thing for you to receive When you do so, you do so in a sense of trust and knowing. You don't go wrestling with and fighting for the answer yourself. Because being in a state of searching and trying to figure it out isn't being in a state of knowing and having your answers provided to you. Have you ever had the experience of trying to figure something out, wrestling with a problem, and only when it was when you took a break and put it down that suddenly your answer was received? Have you ever had this type of experience where you just couldn't figure it out and no matter how hard you tried to think about it, um, nothing was happening for you? But when you took a break, you did something different, you played, you had some fun, you spent some time with friends, lo and behold, the answer was received. This happens for a reason. It's because it's when the thinking mind turns off that we become more receptive to our intuitive faculties and the guidance of our higher self. And I found it so interesting that some of the great minds in our history used to deliberately set up parameters for themselves, situations for them to have this type of experience. Einstein is said to have had or come to some of his many great discoveries while being in a bathtub. <laughs> Um, Charles Darwin used to go on long walks and it was on one of his walks that he first had the idea for natural selection and Thomas Edison this is my favorite one he used to take a nap while holding a ball so that as he began to drift off into sleep he would drop that ball the sound of it will would wake him up because it was in that zone between waking and drifting into sleep, thinking mind turning off, that some of his creative solutions would come through. And so really to drive this point home here, um, it's about getting out of that, that, <laughs> that thinking mind and into a, a state of receptivity for that higher guidance to come through. At this point, um, you've 
found inner stillness, you've set your intention, you've opened up to receive, and you've begun to observe and listen to the the inner guidance, the higher guidance. It's likely that if you've done this with, again, patience and awareness, that at this point you would have likely had some insights and clarity come through. At which point, we're not done just yet. There's another step. It's time to integrate. Step four. This guidance is coming through to be embodied, to be practiced. Not just so that we connect to it, but so that we can apply it to bettering ourselves and our lives. And now I want to share with you a practice that I have found tremendous value in my process of integration. And that's journaling. Journaling has this way of taking our ideas, our, our messages, and grounding them into reality that act alone of writing pen to paper being embodied in that experience of writing down what came through for us um, or what's coming through in that in that experience is the first act towards manifestation actually it's a grounding of that idea from idea to physical expression and so journaling can be this this powerful practice for integration notice i said pen and paper i mean it pen and paper not a laptop not a phone and not an old school typewriter not it's not that these tools can't be effective if that's what you have available to you it will still support this process but i have found and i know i'm not the only one because i've had this conversation with so many others at this point that there's something about writing with pen and paper that allows for us to more deeply connect to our higher self i have a few theories as to why this is one being that writing causes us to slow down right we can all think faster than when we write and most of us probably all of us here can type faster than we write and so that slower pace requires us to well slow down and similar to meditation this practice of slowing down allows us to tune in connect in more strongly um, i am also been pondering um, and wouldn't be surprised that writing would have a effect or cause for us to shift into a brainwave state that is more conducive to our connecting to our intuitive faculties than um, in com comparison staring at a screen and typing whatever the reason may be um, the point here is that you'll connect more deeply, more strongly. You'll form a stronger connection um, if you go pen to paper. And yeah, uh, if you 
got it that that's that if you have a pen and paper available to you that's the means by which this practice of journaling and integration should take place now as you go into this as you begin to journal don't overthink it just let what's coming through flow onto the paper let go of any needing it to be perfect or trying to perform because hey this is just for you this is not about sharing it with someone else you may want to take these ideas later expand on them and share it with others awesome but in this practice of integration this should be all about you because that pressure that you may end up placing on yourself to to craft something will actually only serve to to distract you um, and again get you back into that thinking mind so just let it flow here Whatever wants to come through, write it, even if it wasn't the messages that came through in the meditation. My experience with first firsthand getting to find benefit in and experience how powerful it can be to, to just let it flow when we journal was when I first took up a practice called Morning Pages, which some of you may have heard of. I've spoken about this a few times in the past for good reason. Um, Morning Pages is a practice of three pages of stream of consciousness writing in the morning, um, meaning not thinking about it, whatever's playing out in your mind, whatever shows up, you're without hesitation getting it down on paper. And if you try this, what you might notice is that at first or in some parts of this practice, some of what's coming through may just kind of feel insignificant and not important. But beneath that, beneath that, that's where the gold is. And I can attest to this and so can thousands of others that have tried this practice too. I have found a great deal of clarity and insight in completing morning pages. Um, yeah, it's as simple as that. Just, just so much clarity. And I actually want to share with you a uh, a quote that comes from Julia Cameron, who is the the being that popularized morning pages in her book called The Artist's Way. And in that, she writes, "Pages are a form of meditation." They quiet mental chatter. They point us toward gratitude and away from grumpiness. And most important, in terms of creativity, they frequently connect us to what I call the great creator, the source of all inspiration and guidance. Feeling a bit relevant? <laughs> That's because it is. Give Morning Pages a shot, family, if you haven't yet already. Again, stream of consciousness writing. Um, and this is where I say that, you know, I've shared with you this this step-by-step -step process in the, the order that I have so far um, because, well, this is the way that I've been really enjoying it and putting it to use first, meditating and then grounding in and integrating through, through journaling. Um, but know that journaling and morning pages on its own is such a powerful practice um, for connecting to your higher self. It doesn't necessarily need to come after meditation. And um, like anything, my, my encouragement to you is to be willing to, to experiment and play around with 
different practices and um, even just changing up the order, maybe journaling before meditation. Um, and after a bit of experimentation, um, again, with as with everything, learn to tune into and trust the guidance of your higher self to determine what is right for you. So there it is, family. I've shared with you a four-step process for connecting to the guidance of your higher self. But now is where I throw you a curveball. Because you don't need any of these things. You don't need to meditate and you don't need to journal in order to connect with the guidance of your higher self. In fact, I don't even think this should be the goal in itself. I see it more as a stepping stone. Because while all of these practices can certainly be supportive of coming into alignment, first tuning into it, and then coming into alignment with this guidance, I don't think it's just to connect to our higher self that we're here. I believe that we're here to be our higher self. I started this with saying that you are your higher self because, well, I quite literally meant it. You are a multidimensional being. And what this means is that you are both a human being having this physical human experience and you're your higher self. One of the ways that I've come to think of this journey of our ascension process is that we're not just here to listen into and go for go to the guidance of our higher selves. We're also here to, notice I said also, we're here to integrate our higher self perspective. The more that you consciously connect into this guidance and align yourself with it, the more this sort of momentum begins to build to the point at which you're no longer needing to take that pause to connect in. Rather, you're living in alignment with this guidance moment to moment. The gap between thinking about it and acting begins to diminish. And it becomes this experience of moment to moment flowing in alignment with your highest wisdom with a sense of knowing with a sense of flow and ease we come alive in this expression of our highest purpose our greatest gifts and as our higher self Senders, I hope that you enjoyed the episode and that you're coming out of it feeling more confident in your ability to connect with your higher self and align with your 
highest guidance. Because I'll say again, this is the means by which you align with your highest timeline, the path on which serving your highest purpose, living out your best life. If you decide to apply this practice or any aspect of it, say like the morning pages or taking some time to find inner stillness, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to leave me a review or find me on Instagram at Brian M. Henry. And lastly, I'm going to put the invitation out one more time because I know there is more of you that are hearing the call to come together send together senders there's i'm gonna do my best to speak to the potency and how beneficial these experiences have been to us for those of us that have been in the academy's activated members community we've been meeting a few times each month and i just have so much gratitude for how this has been serving me in my process of expansion and there's not much that i can say that can really do it justice again if you don't yet feel ready for this still love to have you on our online community platform you can find academy.togetherweascend.com senders thank you for listening to another episode of the podcast your support and presence means the world see you i appreciate you Thank you for being here on this planet at this time in our moment of ascension. Until next time, keep ascending.